0: By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your host and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. I know. You know.
1: I already had to counter send because You're we were over here being too distracted. And
0: you already know what it is, though.
1: So what a, is it? It's
0: another episode of Yo, Yo where, where the that captions at, and I'm yours truly, Kells for show, aka the coolest ex you never had. And with me always is my bro, host.
1: You know who it is, Roscoe, aka the greatest senpai in the world. Shout Ooh. out to the shout out to my young ones that I've been training out here. Ooh, all right, Jariah, <laughs> Xander, and Matthew. I know y'all checking it out, so I had to give y'all the first shout out.
0: Oh, you! Oh, you got them inbuilt uh, fans, y-
1: <laughs> sir. We got the we got Generation Z out here fucking with us.
0: Yo, Z Freddy
1: is. Wait, hold up, because in some places,
0: don't worry about but it. But
1: regardless, we got we got young high schoolers out here listening to the potty.
0: Yes, and we got to let them know they listen to the party, because why? We, we appreciate shit? It. Yes, and also with us, manning the <laughs> man in the engine, managing all the mechanics, all the technology, all the in-betweens, the zeros and ones for us, is the boy, Daniel Rojas.
2: I just hacked into all y'all's Google accounts. How
0: you mm. guys doing? Well you nasty. I mean, what you going to
1: find is me with bullshit spam and
0: probably links to porn sites that I keep. In my, in my files Word From AM to PM with it Yeah you don't even know But that Christina million. Google that For all them youngsters out there That shit was popping Back in the early 2000s When that pop ninety sound Was still relevant And going on She had a hit I don't care what nobody says A shout out to her For also starring In Bring It On 3 And you know Co-star It also Hayden made Dipper so dope
1: Even though it was Oh she- that scene
0: When she was covering that oil Or that ink That too Or but- that shit
1: was it also still made it to BET Uncut without being overly sexualized. Well,
0: BET Uncut had a lot of videos that wasn't over the top sexualized, like but, Tip Drill or Disco uh, Inferno. Or what that thing smelled like.
1: Boy, but what that thing smelled like. <laughs> I'm trying to kick it at night. <laughs> like, they ain't me back. Lyrics, them lyrics boy, is the reason why i this. I'm we waiting for that Snapchat BET message. Uncut.
0: Like, yo. I'm like, hmm. I ain't sick, so I can smell it all, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, how's everybody doing today?
2: That sounds like you need to wash your dick. No no, you, no, 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 you, no, 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 that no. no. No, 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 what that thing smells no, No, that's for females, not female no. females. No. The name
0: of the song is a dude rap like, I'm trying black to Jesus. kick it. Black Jesus. Black Jesus. I'm trying to kick it tonight. Oh, oh, oh. oh so, so, baby, tell me, tell me what, what that thing smell like. What it taste like? like? What it like? Be what it be like? like? What, what it like? really what like? feel like? And mind you, I got one thing to ask you, Roscoe. Where... Where are those captions at? Where they at? Where are they at? Where? Oh, where Why are, we are, like a are those 70s captions song? at? I don't know. I forgot to do it in the original intro. So now I ask you again, where are those captions at? Where are they? No, we're like our guests. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> so now that we got all that minutiae out the way, guys. Whether you're new to the show or old to the show, the first segment is always Yo, Yo What's poppin'? poppin', where we go over headlines and the latest news in pop culture and geek shit. And here we go. Hey, Roscoe, you say you had some things to talk about, so go ahead. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with you.
1: I know that you don't be out here in these wrestling streets like me, Word. but somebody who is famous for wrestling is now about to have a child of theirs making them a third-gen wrestler. That, what would that be that would be Dwayne's Rock's daughter, Shana, uh, Shana Johnson, has oh. now got signed to the Performance Center.
0: So he's the Pop Pop the Rock Johnson now.
1: Pop Pop the well the Pop Pop wrestling Pop Pop the Rock Johnson. Okay. He's always been Pop Pop. Congrats His daughter now just decided to follow him, Pop, yeah. following pops and grandpa's footsteps.
0: And, and that's what the beauty of life. You lose one life and you get welcomed and blessed with a new one. And now they have a new addition to their family, and that's just dope as fuck.
1: Which now gives us technically Joe, uh, Mina, Jimmy, Joe Roman, Roman and uh, Nia. That'll now be the sixth person currently on the WWE roster in the Rock's family Samoa tribe tree.
0: Word. Speaking of wrestling, since I'm not in these streets <laughs> and I'm not a prophet. <laughs> I got a little piece of Black history for your ass today, because Asia Smith will be the first Black female referee with WWE, and she would debut on NXT this year. I don't know if it's this I month, know about Asia but Smith it's coming, though, but it's coming though.
1: So she signed for yes, black, all right, yeah, go she's gonna be Asia? the first
0: Black female referee go starting ahead, off at NXT. Asia? Yes, I saw that shit. Like, yep, because I know what I'm bringing up
1: just for a few people that don't know Asia Smith is a, used to be a wrestler as
0: well. Word. That's what's up Alright so I was gonna start this shit off with music But it makes sense I'm gonna say this to last So we can segue into our Geeking Out segment But I'm just gonna go up to the top of the list And start off with Congratulations to Joaquin Phoenix For winning the Oscar for Best Actor in the Movie for The Joker And it's funny too um, The fun fact is that Every movie that the Joker has been in It won some type of Academy Award
1: so yeah think about that guys but also I would like to give a shout out to I still don't know how to pronounce his name I'm sorry but Bong Jong-ho for winning best director best picture and best original screenplay for Parasite Uh, first first non-English and first international film to win best picture from the Oscars
0: and Daniel um but that brings up a point, too, because Taika Waititi also won an Oscar for... Jojo best, Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, and best, what was that?
1: Best, uh, best Adapted uh, Screenplay. Screenplay,
0: and was, which makes him the first person of color to achieve that accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to all those people, too.
2: Dang, this was you a know, good history. This this, this, is, this is just a good Black History Slash History Month right I mean, now for the Oscars. You guys know, they were talking about... Um, translating uh, Parasite into English and do it that way, and it was a resounding no. But you Oh, know, so we're
0: not, so not going to get a dub?
2: We're but, probably going to get a dub for DVD
1: I, release, but they're not going like to dub, but not theatrical Oh, okay.
0: Because I'm people fine. are like, well, how am I supposed to... I no, I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. As long as I, when I get the DVD, I can watch a dub, or I fuck with Seth, subtitles regardless, so that's what's up. And if you just heard that applause, they just know it's we're a great It's a bunch of white her.
1: girls having the time of their life. <laughs> but yeah, you... I mean, not for great history, black history and Oscar, but I mean, just Oscar making history yet again. I didn't, to be honest, I did not expect, I expect Parasite to at least win one award, not the big four. And it's also been a long minute since the big four been one by one
0: movie. I want to say 79. Word. And going from good things about movies, let's go to a little more of a depressing note because Birds of Prey came out. I watched it. I liked it.
1: I watched it. I liked it. Could have did some more better, but I mean, for what they gave us, I understand.
0: Word. And if you want to hear more about our thoughts about Birds of Prey, we're going to have a special review episode for the Escaping um, Network coming sometime this week. But unfortunately, a lot of people didn't um, want to see the movie or chose not to see the movie, and it's being labeled as a flop. But just because it's a flop, quote unquote, financially does not make it a bad film. And
1: I can explain why some of those because I've talked to one person that basically was like, "Why should I go see this movie?" And there are reasons a lot, li- and I'm not gonna lie, people's reasons of logic is silly goosey because. Well,
0: well, go ahead, I'll let you. Explain one person's again.
1: reason of logic is why should I go watch this movie if I already got the animated Harley Quinn show? Which I had to explain to said person two different things. Also. This movie is really a setup for another franchise, Birds of Prey. Yes, Harley Quinn's in it, but the only reason why she's in it is to help promote and introduce this faction of people. And they was just like, then why even have it? I'm like, to introduce new characters. You ain't going to go see this movie because of some new characters you don't know. If you know one character, you'll probably go see it and then learn about these new characters. But some people are just like... I already seen this Harley Quinn and suicide squad and suicide squad was trash. So I'm not going to go give it a chance.
0: Well, I can't blame them for having that opinion. That's their right to have. Well, as far as it comes from um, the Harley Quinn cartoon series, that's definitely my favorite Harley Quinn. So if you don't want to see it because of that, fine. But I would argue the point that if you want to see it, see it. If you don't, you're going to find reasons to hate it. But you should definitely give it a chance, especially if you're invested into the DCEU. And you get more of the character that you like, which is Harley Quinn. And you get to also see these other characters set up in a way. But the main reason I think it's flop was due to poor marketing. And they tried to to portray it as something that it wasn't. They tried to make it seem like it was super feminist and very LGBTQ+. Friendly and it's gonna push for all that, you know. And it does doesn't not. touch
1: the topic
0: at all. Because I'm gonna to try to wrap this up because we don't do a whole new episode about it. But and my biggest issue when it comes from that angle is with Ewan McGregor, who came out and said that Black Mass was gonna be a gay character this and the third, and he wasn't. It was alluded if you plan to like homosexual stereotypes, but it never was straight up said and really made a poignant point that he was. Who you said he was going to be in a film. Let so like, alone they, that they, was disingenuous.
2: Is, is that kind of like how in Disney's Beauty and the Beast uh, they had Gaston's friend uh, Le, 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 LeFou and they were like, oh, he's the first gay character in Disney? See, I didn't watch but the He movie. wasn't. And but, he, he may have been, but it was like just kind of those same yeah, stereotypes. Yeah,
1: I heard about that live action and then through a an war and then people went and watched and it was like, yeah, so it's when, up to interpretations of that nigga. Yo, so gay. did
0: he come out here and kiss a dude or say that? No, one? he
1: danced with a dude.
0: See, that's the thing too. I, right, he I didn't watch the dude, movie, so that, I assume he was. Ask, see, no. that's what. See, that's what I'm things, too. I don't like that. Yeah, like, if you don't a, do it, do it. Don't be don't leave don't out. leave
1: the door open and just have us speculate because low key, they said that he was supposed to be Ewan McGurry's character was supposed to be gay, but when watching it, you're just like, this nigga loves the black canary.
0: Exactly, low-key. How could he be gay? <laughs> exactly, and another thing, too, is kind of like in Rise of Skywalker when they had the lesbian kiss in the background. Like, see, we put lesbians in. They were like...
1: As I didn't At see. background,
0: curves, but the same thing, this is a movie about... Aliens fucking in space too So it really doesn't matter if two women are making out In a movie when these aliens are having Interspecies interspecies relationships With everybody And
2: Donald Glover is fucking a robot
0: Exactly so yeah Birds of Prey you want to hear more about that It's going to be on the network So coming to the Disney Plus app February 28th Is Future Avengers Yeah Future Avengers um, An anime that debuted in Japan A couple of years ago They're finally dubbing that now um, for the Disney Plus service, as I just said, um, I'm looking forward to that shit cause I totally forgot that shit existed.
1: Bro, I forgot about it too. Like I've been so just, if ever I want to watch Marvel anime, I just go watch the anime Blood Blade
0: movie. Exactly. <laughs> which was decent too. The best one was the X-Men anime. The which, Wolverine to me, I think. Ugh, I can't, uh, I don't know. I, I could argue I think that. I
1: like the Wolverine because after I watch the Wolverine, I go straight to the X-Men Exactly.
0: And what was cool about all those Marvel animes? They all existed in the same universe, so everybody got yes. the
1: crossover. Yeah, so crossovers.
0: Great. So look out for that, especially if you're an anime fan and um, an Avengers fan, Marvel fan in general. And speaking of uh, Marvel shit, Sam Raimi, the director of the original, Sp- Sp- the original Spider-Man series, is in talks to be the new director of Doctor Strange 2.
1: Don't you bullshit me?
0: No, that's no, that's like factual they oh, are talking to him right bruh. now it's not official because even after that was already um brought up now rumors are circling that toby Maguire has a role in the movie which is all a rumor which would further set up the possibility of us game that sony live action quote-unquote spider-verse movie and that would be the perfect way to, to tie inc- it yeah in. to tie it all together if Sam Raimi decides circle. to bring him in for any capacity, because I don't expect him to be in a, as a star, but even just one scene. Just of Just yeah.
1: give me him flying around or at least him pretending to go open up his shirt and while running down the street and I'll take it. I'll take it, too. I just realized Toby Maguire ran down the street Superman style and we did not incorporate the two at all.
0: No, I did. I didn't.
1: That was. A, I just realized that was in the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, "Oh, this nigga about to get well, in." That's the first streets. thing. Like
0: back in the day in Spider-Man One, he was like up, up, up in the way web. Shazam. I'm like, "Oh, that's already DC references in a Marvel film."
2: Did you hear who they uh, they they have in talks for rewriting the script? No.
0: Um, one of the writers from Rick and Morty. Yes. Oh shit! Which one? Don't I don't know, know but it makes sense because Rick and Morty is all always because focusing regard- on alternate timelines and, also and realities. Too,
1: the, the, those two. Wrote two great shows before they came together to even write one, Rick and Morty.
0: Yes. And um, sticking on Marvel, um, there was a book that came out last week that I've been looking forward to for a long time. And that was the Fantastic Four X-Men crossover book, which focuses on Franklin Richards and his dwindling powers. And the fact that he doesn't understand what's going on with his body like most teenagers do. And that his father, Reed Richards, the smartest man on Earth, can't figure out a way to fix his problem. And also at the same time, the mutants have their own nation on Krakoa where almost ninety nine percent I want say of all mutants live. So they want to go and recruit Franklin Richard, one of the I ain't one of the the most powerful mutant on the planet. Into their range. He
2: creates universes.
0: Like it's nothing.
2: Like it's Like nothing. I create
0: these words out of my mouth. Franklin Richards creates worlds. Yeah. Upon worlds. I'm
1: be honest, the greatest one of the greatest scenes I think I've ever seen was when Franklin Richards was playing with his toys. And unbeknownst to him was just creating universes. All through exactly. his imagination. And
0: that's back in the day, and then Reed came in and put psychic Blocks in his brain preventing him to access the full capabilities of his powers, and then Franklin finds this out like we all do eventually when we find out our parents been fucking. With us. style, exactly. Like,
2: what if that's what's stunting him?
0: Exactly it was the shit he did way back. So now Franklin already know that his dad done this before. You fast forward because Kitty Pryde and Franklin has a relationship, so Xavier and Magneto basically was trying to use that relationship to help sway. Franklin and come into Kokoa and there's these gates that transport you automatically to the mutant nation if you're a mutant if you travel through so Franklin tried to run through and just like motherfucking um, Michael in The Good Place, he tried to go through that gate and he couldn't, then Reed was like yeah I knew this might be a possibility so I engineered a device to mask your mutant DNA so Kokoa wouldn't um, see you as a mutant so you can't go there and Franklin's like the fuck? Like, you took my choice for me, and everybody, like, sued, and Bim's like, you fucked up. That was not your choice to make.
1: Oh, Franklin about to fuck up. Exactly.
0: So, he talks to Valeria, his sister, and Valeria's basically like, yo, bro, I will go with you. Like, you're my brother. I just want to make sure you're safe and you're happy. We could check it out together. So, they sneak onto the Marauder ship, and they go to Kakoa, but they don't know they're not going directly to Kakoa, because the Marauders have to do their mission. And when they're on their mission to help um, supply, give supplies to these mutants, none other than Dr. Doom shows up at the end of the issue, like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So now we got to wait to see how Doom reacts to the fact that Franklin, Richard, and Valeria, basically his godchildren, are in this boat with the mutants after he already knows, because Doom knows everything, that his parents didn't want him to go to Kokova. So we get that one. So whole we center. didn't
1: figure out if Frank, if. If Godfather, Stray, uh, Doom gonna let, help him get there, or is he gonna tell Reed and them?
0: That's the interesting part too, because because no. how <laughs> Kitty, how Kitty and Franklin got cool, because after the mutant massacre, um, Colossus couldn't change back to his metal form, and Kitty was in a constant state. Kitty was in a constant state of phasing. So if she stayed in that predicament, she was going to eventually be unable to um, solidify herself, which was going to cause her just to fade out in existence, and they went to the s Man went to Reed for help he basically said no, so they went to Doom, and Doom was helping him or Doom was helping her with that issue and then Franklin was secretly coming to Laveria and talking to Katie about her problems, because he related to not being able to control his powers so that's how they got that relationship started, mm-hmm. and that's a good point that you bring up, Ross, because we don't know what Doom's going to do is Doom going to be like, yo, Franklin, I didn't know you was going through this. I can help you. Or is he going to be like, fuck all this shit. I'm going to be like, fuck Reed. I'm going to take you to Kokoa. Or the mutants will be like, we don't want no shit with you, Doom. Like, no, you ain't a mutant either. And you already said you don't want our Kakoa plants in Latveria. So how is this all going to play out, especially in the Marvel timeline where Kitty is quote-unquote missing, and Doom is quote-unquote um, enemy number one.
1: And while we're still on this Marvel in the comic books, can I also point out that first two, three pages of that Thor latest issue that you handed me.
0: Oh, that Thor 2? With the tease of the Justice League crossover. Whew. So if you also listen to Escaping Podcast, I hinted at the fact that Marvel and DC always cross over at some point in time, and there's a new crossover come in it has been bubbling and what Roscoe just brought up was the fact that that solidified that it's about to happen cause there's a scene when you basically see all the DC Justice League characters more, more or less well, feature s- in a panel you see in a Flash world.
1: running Green Lantern flying and Superman flying and you sit there and look at that panel it's like something's not right in this panel and I keep looking and I'm like I know these color schemes I know it's a comic book, but this isn't right. And I keep on realizing, I'm like, this is Thor. This is a Marvel comic book. These are DC characters because I know this street. Word. They're about to give us this Marvel vs. DC, and I flipped out for at least a good 10 minutes.
0: Because I told Ross, like, just look at it. Like, you see this is Thor. I opened the page. I was like, tell me what you see.
1: And I'm staring at it, and I'm like... Don't, don't overthink see, it, you know exactly I'm what like, you're looking I'm like, I know at. I'm seeing something right, but I don't see nothing wrong. And he keeps on saying, don't overthink it. What do you see? And I said, is this supposed to be who I think they are? He said, if you thinking I'm what I'm thinking, yes. What are you thinking? I said, the fucking flashing green lantern and Superman on the, f- in the door? And then he hit me with what happened in that Superman And going issue. back.
0: Oh, that Doomsday Clock. That Doomsday that Clock. That Secret Crisis. I said... I can't wait.
1: Oh, my God. Work. I'm back in this, bitch.
0: Word. And speaking about heroes, one of my favorite animes, My Hero Academia, is finally back on track with oh giving my us Bakugo and Todoroki, like the top three, the, top, the two top. of the top three most popular characters and the anime itself because they kind of went on a diversion and focused on other characters but after this last art has ended they're back being more of a focus in a show and I couldn't be happy about that shit either
1: true that
0: so if you haven't been watching My Hero or haven't caught up you definitely need to get into it right now because it's about to get on a whole lot of fun shit and uh one more thing before we get into the music part um a trailer that we've been waiting for for a long time dropped, and that would be Spiral from the book of Saw, um, starring Chris Rock as a detective. Um, it's the Chris Rock, quote-unquote, Saw movie that he's executive producing.
1: It would be based, uh, I want to say 10 years after Jigsaw.
0: Word, but it also has a like a 70s vibe, so it's kind of weird out. The rumor
1: is, because it, the thing is, yeah, Sam the Jackson, Samuel Jackson is playing Chris Rock's father, so... What most people are realizing is either Sam Jackson's out of retirement or we're watching, witnessing two timelines at, at once. At the same time, yeah. Because if, for those that aren't into Saw, Saw is known for having good plot twists and everything. As well as if you were a true fan of Saw and was watching the trailer, you notice the three key color schemes. Red, green, blue. We're all in this whole movie. Also, uh... Yellow, but the yellow tones was like early Saw. But as y'all can hear, I'm a Saw fans. I know the lore. We were supposed to get ten movies to franchise us out. Uh, due to popularity of Insidious and uh, Paranormal Activity, the
0: Conjuring, and all those films, Annabelle. we we
1: got we got short sticks. But I mean. Saw 1, 2, and 3, ran and directed by the original people before they left. And you seen the greatness. Chris Rock saw the greatness. That's why he became a fan. Bought the rice and wanted to redo the work, uh, work on it. i am be honest, I can't wait. Uh, so, like, i am be honest. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to give it to us on Halloween. And when I saw it was coming earlier than that, I was like, oh, even more better. I'll need a spring horror movie to come into the limelight. And due to the fact that now that horror movies can succeed outside of the fall season, I just can't wait. And another thing, too, is, like, this is Chris Rock's technically second serious role, considered outside of Fargo, this new season of Fargo. So
0: I do want to see how
1: his acting skills is from comedian, family-friendly to serious dramatic. So... I can't wait. And also, a lot of people keep making a joke about Sam Jackson saying the motherfucker part, but if you relook at the scene, you could tell that he's yelling at somebody, but that somebody is a puppet with a long tailed coat, so a lot of people wondering what's gonna happen. And for anybody that's wondering why is it named Spiral, it's and not Saul. It's for most people they think it's gonna be a new killer that follows the love of Jigsaw John Kramer, R.I.P. I know he's fictional, but um, it's the spiral is more of the symbolism for Buddy the puppet who had the spiral red cheeks. For or, those that, or just know. like
0: when you spin, you spin in a spiral because this is a spin. But also,
1: too, a lot of people put in the spiral as a uh, a religious route because with spiral, it's uh it's always coming back in the full circle. So with followers, they're just re. Living the legend they're just honoring the legend and keeping it going on.
0: Or it's gonna be fire like Spyro the Dragon.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Not gonna lie, that was my first real platformer game that I ever completed on the on the PlayStation.
2: Are you guys calling
0: Spyro Spiral?
1: <laughs> oh shit, we used oh, to yeah, Spyro.
0: That's why you're here, Daniel. That's why you're here. The Correctional Genius. Word. Because we used to call that nigga Spiral. I used to call him Spiral too. Depending I on your, your dialect, Spiral and Spiral it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we the worst. We the worst. We the brittas. We don't purify your water. Because we like it dirty and let it fill. Just like Flint. <laughs> On Black History Month? Hey, I can't speak about it At if least you fit- keep
1: it flaring still alive Exactly,
0: I, I bring it up because it's still a problem And we need to work towards that We need to re- resolve that problem It makes no sense yeah. It makes no sense But <laughs>
1: Let's go straight would, to music Yeah, let's go to
0: music So first off, I'm just gonna blow through a lot of these singles Because there's a lot of music oh, that came so out There's so
1: much music, but I'm so glad But Unlike me, I wasn't listening to new music. I got myself stuck on uh, a good old album called uh, Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World. R.I.P. I just couldn't help myself but to keep listening to that album and hide from the Spider-Man soundtrack.
0: Word. And um. so if we're going to start with albums, I'm going to go booyah. All right. Speaking of albums, the birds of... Cray soundtrack came out. Oh, that soundtrack is nice. And it rides. is very cohesive with the film. It's just like, I can't say just like, but it's in the same veins of the Black Panther soundtrack and the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack where all the songs you mostly hear in the movie and it also gives you the feel and the vibe of the film. So it goes hand in hand.
1: I'm not gonna lie. When I heard Boss Bitch... Which was the first song in the lead song Cat. by Doja Cat,
0: and if you listen to our first pot, uh first playlist of the podcast, that single is on that one. And I'm be honest, hearing
1: that in the movie did something to me that made me even more hype to just
0: be like, all right,
1: yeah, let's get this movie cracking. And that's like 20 minutes into the movie,
0: exactly. So definitely check out the soundtrack, and some of those songs are featured on um, this month's pot, um, podcast playlist, which is y w d c a two yes um
1: so just realize guys we will have 12 playlists because we will be doing a playlist every month so don't be alarmed don't get mad don't get stressed we're just losers doing what we like to do
0: exactly um leon bridges had a collab album come out this month uh, called texas Sun it's like a six song ep okay that was real chill um, Haley Williams um, debuted her first EP I don't know if it's a technical, a technical album It's called Pedals for Armor 1 So part 2 should be coming soon uh, And like I mentioned there are songs on the last playlist That we mentioned that are also found on here There should be one on this um, month's playlist as well So um, check that out if you're a fan of hers and Paramore It has a little different sound than what I was expecting from her but then again, you can always evolve. You always could try something new. Life is a, always an experiment. So, Music
1: is art, and art is nothing more but an expression. And you express yourself
0: any way you want. Yep. And 2 Chainz dropped the album with his crew, True, T-R-U, called No Face No Case. And if you missing the swag rapper 2 Chainz and want to hear him do that with some up-and-coming younger artists, definitely check out that album. It definitely doesn't go in the traditional sense of of the way he normally makes albums. I thought it was going to be a lot of swaggy rap. But you get a little bit of that. But, do you, but then you also get some more. Low key mellow tracks. And you get a little island sound into that as well. No Dope Boy music? A little bit but not as much. Quavo's on two tracks. And you know okay. Quavo does his thing. So,
1: oh well, I would like to say. While you just said Quavo's name. Shout out to Quavo and Justin Bieber. For donating that money for. Uh, women's to get. Women's Trying to Better Their Lives, Homeless Women's Foundation, they just dropped a single to get that, uh, I don't know if it's today or whatever, but their single that they have with a music video, they donated the 200000 to a, a non-charitable foundation.
0: Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Um, Khalid has a new single out with the, um, Disclosure. You mean Khalid? Khalid. Khalid? Khalid. Khalid. No. Khalid. Khalid. No, not DJ
1: Khalid, the, the black... He know who he's on about. <laughs> I I yum, love yum, the fact yum, that we dumb dum and bro. that Khalid. I love the fact that we still that that's still an ongoing joke, even though everybody know which Khalid we talking yeah. about.
0: So Khalid has a new song featuring Disclosure called "Know Your Worth." That's cool. Her, H.E.R, has a track out called Comfortable, and it definitely makes you feel comfortable, especially if you land with a significant other or Her just great music. Yes, she does.
1: Ayako, and...
0: A lot of them. Sabrina Cabildo.
1: Sabrina, Demi.
0: Snow. Gomez. Nah, I wouldn't put them in the same realm, but I don't know I would, what you're going with. I'm just
1: saying that they make. No, the the, low vibe shit. Yeah, they make the music that you just listen to and then just forget that you've been listening to them for 45 minutes. Exactly. So definitely
0: check out that. Um, a Boogie with a Hoodie has a new single out oh, called King of hit. My City. I actually. Oh, you listened to that? King that was of My from City? last week. I know, but this week is a new week.
1: I know, but yeah, I listened to that one from yeah. last week.
0: Yeah, that shit rides. If you're a fan of A Boogie with a Hoodie, you don't like that. Jada Kiss, Rick Ross, and Emani has a track called. Kisses to the Sky, oh, which is baller. Now I gotta to listen to because oh, yeah. I did Kiss had it. And a new guess where you can out. find that out on? On the on playlist. The There's a new artist I discovered today by the name of Charlotte O.C., and her um, single is called This Pain. It's cool, it's chill. What Phantom, genre would you put her under? Uh, kind of indie pop. Indie pop? Indie pop. Fatal right, um, cool. so um, Gram is back. They back? Yeah, with Ooh. a new track called Pedestal. And they got a like low-key e- EDM pop vibe. So if you're a fan of them, they're back. If you're not, I hope you will be one. They make some of my favorite music. Um, the girl T-Swizzle, Taylor Swift, has a song out called Only the Young from her Miss Americana Netflix, Netflix documentary. documentary like, I didn't even know that was a documentary until I had to check where the source of the song came from. like, oh, shit. So I had to put it on my playlist. And also I had to add it to my Netflix queue. To watch it, just so I could get more of the feel of where she's coming from with this documentary.
1: Low key, I kind of want to watch the documentary, but her movements have late kind of made me just like, I'll wait till somebody that's a true T Swizzle fan just tell me how it's about. Where can I can do
0: Hell yeah, and then it also made me realize how many other music documentaries were on Netflix at the moment, and I haven't watched enough of them because I, I still need to see Beyonce's homecoming.
1: Let alone Betty. Even though that ain't a documentary, that's more of an uh,
0: auto-pick. Word. That shit shit slap. Hell, yeah. Um, Best Coast, one of my new favorite um, groups I discovered, um, has a new track out called Different Lights. Um, G-Eazy, Tory Lanez, and the boy Tiger got a track called Still Be Friends. And let me tell you, this boy G-Eazy always finds a hit every year or every other two years he has a hit for no reason and a lot of times tigers on it too and tigers one of those underrated mc's that's always has a bop in the chamber so now you got both of them on the same track with the boy um tory lanes doing their things cuz you know geezy from the bay he got the bay sound tigers from the west coast too so it all mixes it all works well if you're ready for like a early spring summer banger that's definitely going to be the one for you and speaking of Still Be Friends, the girl Carly Rae Jensen has a song called Let's Be Friends, which is almost like the total opposite of that, both um, content-wise and style-wise, because we all know she's a popper, and so her shit is very poppy, but it's still it's a, it's a fun track. So I hope all my pop fans out there enjoy that. Speaking of pop music, The Prince of Pop, Justin Timberlake, is featured on Meat Mill's new single Believe, which is cool. Like, it's not as Meat mills as I thought it was going to be. But it's still a good song. You can't go wrong with Justin and Meat Mills. Where there's Meat Mills, there's his ex, Nicki Minaj. And she's back with a track called Yikes. And she's back to the old Nicki Spitting and talking that bitch shit. Ball shit. And I love it. That's my favorite Nikki. Like, don't give me that Starship shit. When she finally came out and made it that was trash.
1: But also, too, she has announced that her new album will introduce a new character.
0: Yeah, her new personality. So, it's going to be interesting to see where she goes with that. Then there's another artist I found out about, um, Christine and the Queens. And the name of her song is People I've Been Sad. I'm
1: going to be honest. I saw that name, group title, and I was like. This one sounds like a nice established band. I'll probably come back to this
0: later. Yeah, so, yeah, it's on there. And then Tove Low and Sean Paul have a track Ooh, out yeah, called Tove. Calling On Me. Oh. Sean Paul's on it. You know it's going to be Jamaican, and it's popping.
1: And Tove been low-key changing her sounds every
0: album. Hell, yeah. And also, um, Party Next Door has the remix to this track "Loyal" featuring Drake and Bad Bunny. Um, it's a bop. It's cool. The Pussycat Dolls. They back? They back with a track called... All four still four? All four. But like I said, the Pussycat Dolls are back with a track called React. And guess how I'm reacting. You can't see me, but I'm jigging right now. Because it's cool and sexy. Just like they always been. And last but not least, to wrap up the music portion of this bit, will be... Obama by the boys, Obama. blueface and the baby.
1: I'm be, I must I must reneg what I said. I've been listening to Juice World and this Obama, also Lil Tecca, Ransom with Juice World. But this Obama though, I don't know what it is.
0: It shouldn't make sense. It shouldn't work. But, it's but it worked.
1: It worked. And I'm gonna be honest. I think Blue Flates might be a little bit better than Sick the Shocker because I did not hear an offbeat bar, but I might just been too much into that beat. <laughs> and by the time you get to the chorus, you ain't offbeat. So, I'm just, I don't know. I got to re-listen it to it some more without listening to the beat.
0: Well, yeah, because Blue is a little more cutthroat and he's a little more swaggy than Silk the Shocker because we weren't ready to give Silk the Shocker the credit. For just being a rapper. We just knew he was We awful. just knew
1: he was a pretty boy that was the brother of Master P who made music.
0: And Blueface is just ratchet with his and he doesn't give a fuck. Silk was trying to give a fuck. Blueface doesn't give a fuck because he would literally say, I don't give a fuck about you or the beat. So I'm going to be off the beat. Hey. And there will definitely be a link to this in the bio. Wherever you um, check out this podcast uh, on Instagram or Facebook. So make sure you listen to it. Especially if you have nothing else to listen to. Let our recommendations speak for themselves And also it will give you a better taste Of who we are musically Word And true with that, that being said that. It's a perfect segue Because when we're geeking out Which we're about to do About one of our favorite uh, movies And also one of the most slept on And underappreciated comic book movies of all time In our opinions And that is going to be one Scott Absolutely. Pilgrim versus The World
2: We are Sex bob And we are here to make you think about death And get sad and stuff Woo! Woo!
0: Why don't you pick me up in your garbage truck? (laughs) Yes, we are geeking about Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, It's a comic book movie based on guess what, guys? A comic book, book. a comic book that has a lot of manga elements. Manga, 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 manga. I'm gonna have tomato sauce on this one. Dad Dada. daughter. Fuck you. (laughs) Word. But no, like it's one of those things. Yes, like if you're not familiar with it. It's um, a book about a young 20-something slacker who's in a group and it's about his misadventures and his navigating his ways through the seas of love. And yeah, the movie stars Michael Cera as our main character, Scott Pilgrim, and who's also in a band called Sex Bob-Omb. Because I normally fuck it up, but... Basically, if you're familiar with Mario, the little bombs that come out the cannon Got the little wind-up on them. Yes. My bombs Yes, that's what their name after. And they name them sex-ba-bombs. Yes, because they're sexy bombs. All right, guys. We just do what we want to do. So where are we going to go about this? Whew. Let's just dive headfirst into the movie. This movie Great has album. the best cast.
2: Yes. Let's yes. start there. Underrated. Underrated, good cast. Exactly. If you've read the books... If you read the the the, the comic material. book and then you watch the movie, they all look exactly like their
0: characters—big eyes and everything. I'm eyes and, in
2: <laughs> and also to the video
1: game that they gave us on, X, on the Xbox, the Xbox marketplace. and the PlayStation mm-hmm. Marketplace.
0: That shit was fun. Followed
1: followed the comic book versions of them, but was told via the movie versions, which of them, is a
0: great, which player.
1: is so great because you get the movie story version of the in the game but it's their comic book versions
2: of their characters and it's such a great side scroll uh, again with the the perfect casting yes they all you can see but there's one character in particular who looks exactly like the comic book character and that's Steven Still's the lead singer of the
0: Sex Bomb yes. he looks yes.
2: just fucking like <laughs> that drawing it's
0: scary and the uh, fuck I was going to go with Chris Evans' character but <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans, uh, Lucas Lee, yes. Yeah, so yeah, like Roscoe oh, just yeah. said, Chris Evans, aka Johnny Storm, aka Captain America, Steve Rogers, aka another character from what was that movie? Not the boys, the Losers. So this was like, and not, was, not
2: another teen movie where he had the uh, banana up his yes, ass. Yes,
0: but I was just gonna go off other comic book movies <laughs> he was in. So this was like his fourth time being a comic book character. character. And he was also Push. in the movie Push. Push. Yes, which was based on a graphic novel, yeah. which is low-key slept on, because that was a great, dope, great. great I love that time. movie. Great. I love it too. Uh,
2: Jimon, um... Basically, his name sounds like Digi... It looks like it's Digimon.
0: Or but. Dijon muster the black guy from Amistad <laughs> right. that was in two Marvel movies. And he played, um, Dr. Midnight, or was it Brother Midnight? Brother, Brother Midnight and Constantine Midnight. with, um... Keanu Reeves
2: and he played the bounty hunter in the island
0: yes he was Ooh, oh shit. shit he was island one of um, Michael Bay's most slept on uh-huh. movies too but probably his smartest it's, film as well it went over people's head too I, much because exactly. I didn't realize he was a it. kid yeah, and now you you I love ready it, for it. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't understand it as like, like when I first watched it then I rewatched it and I'm like
0: oh oh and that nigga played the wizard Shazam and Shazam Yes. And he was in Aquaman too. as oh. one of fish, the Fisherman people. Yeah. All right. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. Chris, yes,
0: Chris Evans plays one of Ramona Flowers' ex-boyfriend, who was a no. action movie. Exes. Remember. Well, no, no. But seven still, deadly exes. No, but he's, he's still her ex-boyfriend. True. He, yeah. I didn't say Both she are only, factual statements. Yeah, so. He doesn't yes. have her ex-boyfriend. And Ramona Flowers is the girl of Scott's um, Desires. And the main plot of the movie is he has to defeat her seven evil exes to win her heart and to get with her. And that's one of her exes. And the scene in the movie was hilarious. He has all these stuck devils. So he, basically, he has to basically fight all these clones of the same character. Did
2: y'all ever play Super, uh, Super Smash on 64? Yes. Do you remember when you had to fight all those different Pikachus? Yes. That's what that, that moment makes me think of when, like, are they all, all the extras line up behind yeah, them. I'm like, <laughs> this, is, this is that level where you got to beat all the different colored Pikachus.
0: Exactly, man. <laughs> and it's a fun scene. Chris Evans is a national treasure. Oh, so much. I love, love him and everything he does. But who's I haven't seen everything. Who's your favorite ex? Huh? Who's, who's,
2: your, who's your favorite ex of Ramona's? Oh,
1: I'm going to have to go with her girlfriend just because her girlfriend, when she first ran Scott, it was just like, you don't hit a girl? <laughs> and he's like, I ain't mean to. You just follow me.
0: <laughs> and she had the night crawling. And then she
1: said, I'll be back to fight you. And then when she came back to fight him, he's like, I'm not gonna hit a girl only for Ramona. To use his body to hit
2: her. Can we do this another in the time? Scene. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. But I just cashed my last rain, rain check. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, like What's I that said.
2: from? My brain.
0: <laughs> oh, then he hit her spot. And, but that does. she sit- hit her below her knee. That's her like, spot. Oh, but that brings up one of my favorite lines in the movie, too. It's like, yo, we were together. Like, what do you mean? Like, the L word. Like, lesbians? Like, no. No. <laughs> uh, my favorite is it's either gotta be Brandon
2: Routh in the base battle oh. or the Katya twins cause that is my key
0: favorite fight see I didn't wanna say Brandon Routh just cause he hit a bitch I didn't wanna condone <laughs> he that Punch the highlights like, out of her hair, hair. that's like the alright that might be the best line no that is the best <laughs> movie. that's the that's best, the best line, line of the movie, of the movie. cause <laughs> he did he literally punched the highlights out of her hair like the blue like yo it just flies what? No, I think Brandon Roth might be my favorite ass. Then it'd be Lucas Lee. Because Brandon Roth, aka Superman from the Man, uh, Superman Returns movie, and also Ray Palmer, the Adam from Legends of Tomorrow and the Arrow And also Superman Man from Kingdom Kong Universe I might also and the Crisis of Anthony crossover cause Just oh. the fact that he
1: drunk the regular milk and the vegan police came out of nowhere and said, This is your third strike. He's like, No. Chalados not vegan. Chalados not it's vegan. Eggs, bitch.
0: No bitch. bitch. And the <laughs> fact that one of those vegan <laughs> police was Thomas James, who also was another Punisher before the boy um, Shane from The Walking Dead Became portrayed him on the Netflix series. Uh-huh. So we have also that.
2: the fact that they high five after he dies and yes. they leave is one of my favorite scenes in that
0: movie. And it's so <laughs> low key. It's behind the scene. Like it's not even front and center. You just have to be paying attention. Like you hear the echo. Like yeah. In slow motion, too.
1: Can I also point out that after every death, <laughs> either Scott or somebody was picking up the coins right, because right. they were broke. And I uh, love that. I never fact. caught on
0: the point of the fact they were doing it because they're broke. I was just like, oh, there's coins. Oh, you pick them up automatically. He paid,
1: when he first beat uh, the pirate dude, he said, oh, I can use this coin for bus money. I was literally about to say, like, <laughs> and
0: he uses it for bus money. Like, it makes sense. But it's. The hyper realistic effect and the way they just stick to it being a superhero comic book world is like proto Deadpool. Like they weren't breaking the fourth wall, but at the same time, it wasn't reality. It was their reality and not ours. But they was okay with it because this how that the you just is got yeah, everything that happens exactly. And Ramona Flowers was was played by Mary Elizabeth Weinstein, one of my favorite actresses, who also has played. Huntress in the new Birds of Prey movie as well. That we just got there and, talking about.
2: Um, Abraham Lincoln's wife in Abraham, Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Vampire
0: Slayer. Is it Hunter? It's Hunter. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm so used to saying Slayer, but yes. Abraham Lincoln yeah, Vampire so Hunter actual. is low key one of the best bad movies of the last 20 years. Oh,
2: it's not good, but it is good. Good, yeah. Better
0: than Jennifer's Body? No, that's why it's not my favorite, but it's on my like top three. It's right over there with Spring Breakers. And um, Guy Ritchie's. Um, fucking King Arthur. So Scott Pilgrim is going on these misadventures in his life, trying to find the new love, trying to find a girl to be his own, and he starts dating a, a slightly younger woman by the name slightly. of Nice Chow. He's Canadian, so it might be the Drake effect. So he didn't know no better, but he did know better. Because so Scott was easily twenty, what two twenty three. He's twenty like
2: twenty
1: two. He's like 22, 23. And, 23.
0: and Nine is like seven. Yeah. 17, 17. 17, She's about, she's
1: like junior. She's a child.
0: That's one of those things, like <laughs> legally, it's okay, lawfully, but just being a 20 year old and you're in a band with other people in the school with, that you could all go on dates with the bars, but then your girl has to be on by the time the street lights cut on there's also something to be said
2: about being uh, a little mentally stunted that you have to date someone still in school it's also just to point out the fact that
1: everybody was weirded out that he was dating Nas but when young Neil started dating her it seems session to be cool. But low key, young Neil is Neal young Neil. Graduated like maybe two, three years after dating. Exactly. so He's, like so he's closer to her age. Yeah, he's, like, he's like a young fresh like 20. 19. He's also he's like first a 19, bit, 20.
2: You, you could argue young Neil is also emotionally stunted. Uh, yes. Oh, he is truly. He's young Neil. So instead of Scott, who knows better, you got young Neil, who's like kind of off. And the thing that
1: Scott does know better, but he's so hurt from his previous breakup. She who must not be named. <laughs> That he <laughs> has went and rebound with somebody that's no longer close to his age and could see him as uh-huh. something great. So
0: he want to be the dominant one in a relationship that has the most most power and the most influence. So like, no way you're going to break it with me.
2: Exactly. If anything, I'm breaking up with you, you. because I'm in a band. I'm older. I'm cooler. I, I, I put out Hotline Bling. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> like, she, holy shit I just she
1: going to is
0: she gonna is she gonna freak out no she's totally gonna freak out and guess what Nice does when she comes to watch him practice she oh, totally she freaks so out freaks and a lot out. of movie is also based on the music and the battle of the band events that come up cause it's all it, oh, it's yeah. basically a video game you gotta level up mm-hmm. each time to get to the final boss
2: I think they call her freak out the uh, Millie Bobby Brown effect <laughs>
0: maybe <laughs> and uh and then the thing too you Bobby can tell him. Scott doesn't give a fuck and he's messy cause he brings up the fat that um, he dated Kim, the drummer in the band back in high school and he's like, no, Kim's totally over what we had and he just, they passed up Kim and she's like, deadpan like, nah, yeah. fuck you Scott, you still a piece of shit. If
2: you read the comics, there's so much story there about like them being together you when know, they were younger. See, See I definitely only... need to read the comic. And so should, the comics extended the
0: comic on so. their
1: relationship more than the, t- than mm-hmm. the what you thought. Because the way that the movie made it sound like they only, I want to say she day- dated for a year, right? Uh-huh. She said, and then just, he just flat out said, nope, don't want this. Which made, Another great point is him and Ramona have the same breakup issues. They just get over somebody, move on to the next, expecting that that person's cool with them because they're civil.
2: Except not knowing Scott. did how get broken up are. with because uh, by envy. Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. And he has issues. A lot of his trauma stem for her, even when it comes to a simple thing as her as his hair. Ramona slightly mentions some to his hair. He immediately covers up and thinks, "I need a haircut." What do you say? What do you think about that? Because he was so scorned by the one that shall not be named when she mentioned that he had a bad haircut that he couldn't never get over that because you think that led to the breakup.
1: And how, uh, did they even clarify how long they were dating? Uh, who? Scott
0: and Veronica. Oh. oh, you mean Envy? Envy, my fault. Envy, who was played by Brie Larson, who we all know is now Captain Marvel. In the Carol comic Danvers. books,
2: they actually really, they they were really good together at the beginning. But as she got popular, as and, and as her music took off, and whatnot, she started seeing yeah. him as nah. And she well, and, and she left him because she liked the, the the idea of being this famous person and she couldn't be with him because of all this stuff. You gotta read the comic. It's like exactly. yeah, so and know. also
0: I'm just gonna talk about the M V P of the movie. And it's gonna be Wallace, played by oh Kyrian Culkin, Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. From uh, Father of the Bride. Oh. Oh. And oh, father of was- the bride, too. Oh, he was in that shit. He's the little son. See, oh, I remember son. I remember watching the movie. Steve Martin was the main yep, star. Yep. Yeah, I remember watching the movie, but not to that degree of detail. Like, I'm like, oh, that's little Macaulay Coke's brother. Oh yeah,
1: but word. Yeah, I didn't, plus, also as a kid, I really I have a, a
2: weird shaped brain, so all that stuff stuck. I guess weird, weird. And
0: what makes Wallace so dope is like he's messy, but he also is Scott's best friend, and he always looking out for Scott. But at the same time, he has to look out for himself and everybody around.
1: And not that he's just any type of messy, he gay messy, which is my favorite type exactly. of messy. Exactly.
0: And it's just like one of those things too, like him, Scott and his dude all sleep in the same bed. Not even sexual, it's just the fact that they're poor It's <laughs> well Scott's poor. Yeah, Scott's he poor. owns his
2: jacket, his shoes, and a toothbrush in the apartment. Exactly.
0: So Wallace, like, yo, you my boy, I'm not gonna kick you out. You can sleep in my bed. Until it's he did big. kick him out. <laughs> exactly. And also, as soon as Wallace knew any information, he told everybody. Literally, there's a scene where Scott's there with a new girlfriend. He walks out the store, and his sister automatically knows everything that's going but on. But
1: also, too, William was his sister's best one, Like, Not just Scott's best friend, but like William always yeah. went to his sister, and his sister was always the first one to hit Scott up mm-hmm.
0: I just second. Realized, as, uh, as, he also
2: played uh, Macaulay Culkin's cousin in Home Alone.
0: Oh, what? shit. The one who wet the bed.
2: What? Oh, shit. Because um,
0: <laughs> Wallace's uh, best friend, who is also Scott's sister, named is Stacy, is played by the great and very delectable Anna Kendrick. And she nails this role. Because she always nails this snarky, young, hip chick. And it's funny, too, because there's a gag in the movie where uh, Wallace is sitting next to her and her new guy. And next thing you know, Wallace has stolen her boyfriend from her and she's just like again yeah. Wallace uh-huh. so Wallace has a habit of stealing her boyfriends which is funny cause that just goes into like the messy, and toxic nature <laughs> and, of all their relationships
1: and realize Wallace was a male so he was out here getting all these straight dudes
0: flipping them like
1: coins like and one of my other favorite scenes too with Wallace messing with another dude is all three of them in bed uh old dude picks up the phone hands it to Wallace only for Wallace to answer the phone and, uh, and hand it to Scott. And, all through, and then after Scott has, has uh, on the phone, ends up having a heart-to-heart with this dude he just met in Wallace. And they're giving him all this advice.
0: And there's literally a part of the movie, I want to say, when him and Nyes broke up or when him and Ramona were official, that Wallace heard it. But Wallace is absolutely asleep, but somehow called Scott's sister and told him these details. Yeah, And and Scott's like, how the fuck did you do that? You're asleep. But it's just one of those moments in that movie that made you realize this is how ridiculous it is, but funny at the same time.
2: For me, that moment is Uh when Knives shows up and knocks on the door hey, and hey, Scott, Scott
0: jumps, jumps out, out, of the out the window yes, and he grabs, just
2: left
1: and <laughs> then goes and grabs his
0: coat oh, walls he's saying seen she just walking through the window <laughs> it's the dad that teaches uh, that you to, see
1: him uh, jump through attention. the window and then you see him walk past Nas right when Wallace is like, he just left. <laughs> so yeah. great. It's that in
0: the detail that makes me love that movie because mm-hmm. it gives it so much uh, rewatchability. And another
1: great moment, too, that makes me laugh with uh, Nas and uh, Scott is Scott giving her a tour of his old life only for him to be like, this is the house I grew up in. And then you just turn around the corner and a whole 180 just to walk into Wallace's house (laughs) because he lives across the street from where he grew up at.
0: Kind of like in Dare Me Too. Mm. Yes. Oh, my God. Word. Well, we're going to wrap up this um, segment because we were kind of a little longer previously because there was a lot of things that were popping. And so, it was a
2: popping week. Yes it was. It was a popping week.
0: So long story short, if you guys have not seen Scott Pilgrim, you need to watch it, especially if you're a fan of comic book movies, surrealism and music and you just want a good laugh. And guess what? Now we about to tell you what you need to check out. So I'm going to start with Daniel. What would you recommend to people to check out if they're fans of Scott Pilgrim versus the World?
2: You got to watch Man Seeking Women on FX. It, it's also it, it's over. I think it's only about um Three, three seasons? seasons? I yeah, want to say yeah, three yeah. Seasons. And it's one of those worlds where I'm right out the gate. You need to accept everything that's oh, happening. Oh, it's
0: with, um, fuck, I can't. Jo- think uh, of...
2: Josh Bear, uh, Bur- Bur- Burshel... The skinny
0: dude from, um. He voiced Hiccup in uh, How to
2: Train Your Dragon. He was also
0: yeah.
2: uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rogan's friend in uh, The End of the World. In a, yeah, that's the movie. Um, the End of the
0: World, yes. Him, the he was guy. in,
2: uh, he's been in a lot of Naked movies. Nora
0: Infinite Playlist. He plays Nora's douchey boyfriend. That's player. right. Or yes. The oh, music the guy, in yeah. The store. yeah, yeah, and, and that's that one thing him. too. Like always, seen him playing these loser type roles. But was this like, was a very different role yeah, for him. Yeah, he was like the asshole, and he was in that one movie when he was trying to get the hot girl. I think um, Alice Eve was her name. Uh, out of your league, I think. out of your league. Yes. Oh mm-hmm. shit, he was. Oh shit, I'm not so,
2: gonna lie, out
1: of my league was one of those. You gotta watch Man Seeking Woman.
2: Thing. The first season is very much like, okay, here's this guy trying his hand at luck. Second season is so much better, and then you get to the third season. And it's perfect. It's Word. it's everything the show should be, and it ends perfectly. And I fucking love it. And you have to watch it.
0: Where? What about you, Ross? What do you what would you recommend?
1: I would like to recommend the TV. Well, it was a web series that Netflix ended up picking up. Uh, it's called Video Video Game High School. It's basically about a kid who gets offered to a high school that does video games, but not just like you're creating video games <laughs> or anything. You're actually like playing them you're living them and yeah like you're living them so it's more of like a prep school for gamers but the thing is the games were real life more serious and instead of you being like football jocks and all that it's just the whole games jump off it sounds weird sounds odd but it worked and if that doesn't Taste Your Fancy, I would say The Guild, by uh, Felicia Day, which Mm. is nothing more. Oh, it's a
2: classic. Super classic.
1: It's nothing more but a girl who is a hermit but loves playing an MMO, and it's about a bond between her and her guild, and it just gets even more better because season two, Mm. she stops being a hermit, actually meets the people from her guild, and they actually live uh, just hilarious life and her character growing from being a socially awkward person to being a successful person in the world. Her and her guild actually. It's quite hilarious. And what about you, Kels?
0: Word. So um, the movie, you guys should check out if you like Scott Pilgrim. It's not as hyper-realistic as Scott, but it definitely hints upon the themes of geekdom, love, and music. And that's going to be a movie called Dope. Oh, um, God. It's about, young, so yeah, it's about a young, yes, so about a young black bad. teenager in LA going through the motions, you know, trying to figure out who he is in the world. While at the same time, trying to figure out love and the female relationship. He's in a band with his other fellow geeks, and it's just one of those slice of life. I want to get with the girl, but I don't know how to. I want to make music, but I also don't know where my future is going to take me. And um, it's produced by Pharrell had a hand um it, Forest does the in- introduction to it and the boy Shamik that um, voiced Miles Morales in the Into the Spider-Verse movie he's the main character in the film uh, also funny too um, old buddy that plays Flash Thompson in the new Spider-Man movies he's in it as well Zoe Kravitz is in it who's being Catwoman who also played Angel in X Men First Class
2: and voiced uh, Mary Jane in Into the Spider-Verse and will be
0: getting oh yeah she did
1: and we'll be getting her standalone, her first main, uh, main character role TV show. And on high Hulu. fidelity
0: on Hulu. It should be out Valentine's
1: Day, but yes. actually today. But while, while you're, you're listening, listening to it, to if it.
0: you're listening on debut day, you should check out her series because it's definitely on my Hulu watch list. And yes, if you haven't seen Dope, check it out. It's good shit. And so that's going to be bring us to the end of this week's episode of Yo, Yo where, where the, the captions, captions at. at? I want to thank everybody out there for listening. Everybody that shares and like this. Um, make sure you keep doing that uh, on Facebook, Instagram, follow the Snapchat, tell your friends, tell your family, tell whoever will listen to you that you listen to this podcast. And if you also listen to this podcast, make sure you check out the Escaping Podcast, the numero uno podcast in the Colorado Springs. For yeah, all things yeah. geek and nerdy. What he said. And um, yeah, anything you want to say before we get out here, Daniel?
2: Man, I, I, I love uh, editing your guys' show and I love uh, being able to help in the way I do you
0: you guys are really killing it and I'm really happy to be here thank you for that and also if you guys um, produce music make music, know anybody that is a musician and would like to have their music put out to the masses, inform them to get in contact with us on all those sites I told you about or you just could get us at podcast at com. We're always looking for new um, local artists to put on and to spread their music and also to spread what we do here. And that's being geeky and nerdy and random and awesome.
1: And just because you may do some type of genre, don't expect it to just be like, oh, they might not listen to it. You'll be surprised at what we're listening to. I'm going to be honest. An escaping podcast will play damn near anything. I just got done listening to the new Ali and AJ single. Not the old Ali and AJ I fuck with, but it's techno-ish, and I do like a little bit of Robot Bop.
0: Is that the one I told you about?
1: No, this one just dropped literally that I seen today. Uh, let me tell you what the... Because they had a
0: single that came out.
1: Attack of Pain. They had Panic.
0: A, they had a single that came out last month.
1: Nope. Attack of Panic. That's just today. I just... Looked, when I opened up my Spotify. Word. Them and Eric Sher- uh, Eric Sherman's uh, Travis Scott song got an MK remix. Ed Sherman? Yeah. and my show did say something little yeah.
0: different. ain't name. Richard Sherman. I sure Word. say that. All right, guys. So that's going to bring this episode to a wrap. And I would
1: also like to thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Y'all are the awesomest. And (laughs) have a great Valentine's Day. Hope all the love is spread out for y'all. Happy
0: Valentine's Day, bitches.
1: And you know what it be like.
0: So see you later. Remember, be one or be nothing, guys.
1: Be kind and show love to those that you want to show love to. And show love to all just because.
0: The world loves you and the universe is right here for you. Take care.